I feel like I've been handed a, a theme on a silver platter today because it's a World Kindness Day. It is World Kindness Day, so I don't even have to sit here and think of something to talk about. <laughs> so there's a whole global theme available to us today, and it just happens to be super Buddhist. We can really sink into that, the idea that there is a, a World Kindness Day happening right now. First, again, you know, I said to my kids, oh, it's World Kindness Day, mom. What is that? What do we have to do? Just accept it. <laughs> Just accept that we might be kinder to each other today. Take it with a, take it with a smile. And uh, of course, in our tradition, we have metta. It's pretty, pretty well-known concept. It's a pretty well-known practice. And I started um, my meditation career uh, with metta. It, uh, what's lovely about it is it's like, a, you know, it almost works immediately. It's like Tylenol or something. Like you start with metta and it's very, uh, very fast acting. I started practicing uh, metta under <clears throat> during some um, guided meditations from Sakula, you know, in like 2003 or something. And pretty soon, you know, all the people in my office were so much kinder. You know, they were super less annoying, <laughs> easier to be around. Took me a few more months to realize it wasn't them. <laughs> they hadn't, they weren't practicing meta. They weren't doing anything differently. Uh, but I had taken on this practice of looking at things in a different way. Uh, so pretty soon everything looked a little bit lovelier, a little bit softer around the edges. I really wanted uh, all of a sudden the best for the people around me. And then I probably acted that way, which probably uh, led them to um, wanting to be near me too. And so all of a sudden these relationships were kind of flowing in a way that they hadn't before uh, because I was uh, shifting my attention toward uh, what was, if not beautiful, if not lovely, then at least what was okay <laughs> about the people around me, about the people that I didn't even particularly like. But of course, there were things that were perfectly okay about them, you know? So I just like, there are things that are perfectly okay about me. So I started thinking about those things. Like what's, what's okay about this person? And then what, <laughs> I know. So you gotta have like a low bar. That's how I got into this practice with a really low bar. What's okay about them? What's okay about me? <clears throat> Pretty sure there's something from the 70s that this is like ringing, ringing with. My friend, uh, one of my friends, she has a mug. It says, world's okay as mom. Like this is, this is where it's at. <laughs> when I get out of the bed in the morning, you know, world's okay as mom. It's like, you're better than that. She's like, but I don't want to think about that. I want it. This is what this is what I want to get to every day. World's okay, it's mom. 
And then what, uh, what sort of really started to transform my practice, you know, rather than just feeling sort of happy and rosy because of all of this metta, was that I, I realized or I learned that it's a skill that you can develop. So it's not just um, you know, something that we, that we wake up and we are, or we were born sort of kind or not kind, or other people are kind and we're not kind, or we have to work on it and it's really hard. But it's a skill like anything else. In our tradition, um, we call it metta bhavana, metta bhavana. And bhavana means cultivation. And so often you'll hear the term bhavana that's synonymous with meditation practice. So you can practice meditation that there's, see in our, I talk when people ask me, what, is, what do you do? What's Portland Friends of the Dhamma about? I say, well, it's about three things. It's about sila, which is integrity, you know, living by kind of a, a code not to harm others. Uh, some samadhi, uh, excuse me, um, Donna, which is like generosity. So being generous with each other, uh, you know, coming together, holding the space, making things available, sila, Donna, and uh, bhavana, which is the cultivation of the practice, sila, Donna, bhavana. Uh, the um, uh, the Buddha said, you know, that he called, it's translated as merit, sila dana bhavana. <clears throat> and he said, don't be afraid to make merit. It's just another word for happiness. So we sort of act on this kind of code, bring integrity into our relationships, uh, be generous or bring an attitude of generosity, and then cultivating the practice over these this is really the three-legged stool of happiness. And bhavana, you can look at it a lot of different ways. You can cultivate your sitting practice. You can cultivate your, you know, learning of the Buddhist teachings. You can uh, <clears throat> cultivate your relationship with, uh, you know, your teachers, Kalyanamita, spiritual friends. Uh, but you can also cultivate these states like metta so metta bhavana how do we do that what is this it's a little bit like when somebody says just let go have you ever wondered <laughs> how to do that <laughs> there are steps i promise you maybe next week we'll talk about how to let go but this week how to cultivate metta and metta um is has a cause you know it has a feeling associated with it. There are certain things that it is and that it isn't. Uh, everything in this, uh, sort of in the Buddhist teachings, is very precise. You know, if you want a definition for something, come to Theravada Buddhism. It's very precise, which is lovely because then you can learn it and you can practice it. And so the cause, uh, what the Buddha says, the proximate cause of metta, of the arising of metta, of the arising of uh, loving kindness, of friendliness, of goodwill, is seeing the goodness in others. That's a cause. It's seeing the goodness in others. That's how, that's why 
when we're when we're hanging around people that are really good people we have a lot of goodwill naturally arise toward them so you come to a place like this and it, like there's goodwill just spewing out all over the place you know i look at you and i look at you and i look at you and i just feel great the goodwill naturally arises when we see the goodness in others but uh then you know when we're uh, maybe at work or at, uh, you know, a, a political rally or at home for Thanksgiving or <laughs> generally hanging around people that uh, don't naturally bring up this sense of goodwill, then our job is to cultivate it. Our job is the bhavana. So we have to figure out, we have to spend a minute thinking about what's okay about them. What's okay, you know? What can I focus on that allows me to see the goodness in this person, in this place, in this situation? And most of the time, there's something. You know, the person might have like a bad personality, but they're really <laughs> generous. They give a lot of their time or they might be a little bit unreliable, but they're super kind, you know, or um, <clears throat> they might, you know, be a little bit acerbic, but they meet their deadlines, which makes our lives easier. So we start to look at people, the people in front of us, the situations in front of us, uh, even the places around us, uh, we can turn the mind, as they say in this tradition, we can turn the mind toward what is beautiful. We can look at what brings up that sense of goodwill. <clears throat> Another way to uh, bring up goodwill is to wish it for somebody else. So sometimes we can't even get to okay. There's nothing okay that I can see. Certainly there is something, but it's all our perspective, isn't it? When we can't find something, when we can't turn our minds toward the beautiful, we can wish for uh, people to see the causes and results of their own suffering. We can wish for that. I hope that you see the cause and results of your own suffering. I hope you can see that and be happier. Because the reality is if people saw how they were causing suffering and how they were feeling because of it, and if people were happier, then they would be easier to be around. Now, that's why we say like, not may you be nice, you know, <laughs> the phrase isn't like, may you be pleasant. <laughs> it's may you be happy. You know, if you were happier, if we were happier, then we're easier to be around. We're more loving naturally. We've got more goodwill naturally. 
we draw people to us when they're happy. So we offer people the wish, you know, may you be happy. And silently, because if you were happier, <laughs> it'd be easier to be around. Because if you were happier, things would be easy. You know, it would be easeful. Maybe that's a better term. Bhante Gunaratana uh, is sort of known for his meta cultivations for his and he has these phrases uh, that I learned a, a long time ago and I use them. They're a bit wordy for some people. You know, when you're cultivating metta, sometimes you just want to bring up the feeling, the feeling of ease, the feeling of happiness. The uh, but I need a pretty strong container, you know? So I've got a little speech. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's from Bhante Gunaratana's book. And he says, uh, may you be happy, may you be peaceful, may you be at ease, may no harm come to you, may no difficulties come to you, may no problems come to you, may you always meet with spiritual success, spiritual success. And that's the part I like that it comes up, it comes up, it comes to me all the time. That's why I like phrases. That's why I like chanting these little bits. Uh, and may you have um, the patience, courage, understanding, and determination to meet and overcome the inevitable difficulties, problems, and failures in life. So that is a mouthful. It's a lot when you're trying to have a peaceful meditation. But, you know, if you memorize or if you think about or if you cultivate some of these phrases, then they come to you. They come to me when they're needed. May I have the patience, courage, understanding, and determination. May I have the patience, courage, understanding, and determination. Now, there's nothing in that that says, may I you know, blow with goodwill. <clears throat> May I have the patience, courage, understanding, and determination. What I like about the next part of that phrase is to overcome the inevitable difficulties, problems, and failures in life. So we can start to tease out what metta really is when we look at this kind of this phrase, this uh, series of phrases. Uh, metta is a way of accepting what's coming to us without fighting it, you know, without building up aversion, uh, without creating something out of it. Uh, but rather it's a wish for us and for the people around us to uh, be able to handle things appropriately and kindly and uh, easefully. And if we all did that, you know, things would be sweeter. There would be more beauty to experience. <clears throat> so, you know, I started practicing. That was a, 
That was a, a light bulb moment for me was that I could just build this skill. So, you know, I had, some of you have heard this story. I've told it a lot, but I had this uh, secretary at my work. She was very, uh, what? <laughs> she was very, what? I don't know. She would come over and question my lunch, you know, weird work stuff. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and she had, <laughs> she, she had a lot of, <laughs> you know, kind of a lot of problems at home as well. She's a single mom. She had two kids, pretty stressed out. Um, but when I saw her coming toward my desk, like I really did feel this way. You know, I didn't really want to get in a conversation. I didn't really want to, um, have my choices questioned. Um, I just went into this avoidance place. And then with this uh, meta practice that I was doing, I, I would sit at home and I would get into a comfortable position and I would check my mood just like we talked about today in the guided meditation. And uh, I would bring this woman right up into my vision, you know, and I would wish her well, you know, maybe well, maybe happy, maybe peaceful. May no harm come to you, may no difficulties come to you, may no problems come to you. I just took a few minutes at the beginning of every meditation just to offer her the wish uh, of happiness. And then I let it go, went back to my breath, you know, sat for whatever, 40 minutes or something. I did it every day. And then pretty soon she would walk in the door. I'd be so happy to see her. Because when we want someone to be happy, when we're rooting for them, when we enjoy them, when we've turned our mind to what's okay about them, which of course is everything, you know, in a sense. Um, then seeing them walk through the door is a joy and a pleasure and a privilege. Uh, so she's, you know, she'd walk through the door and I'd be like, hi. <laughs> and she'd go, mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> but eventually, you know, we formed a very sweet and amicable relationship. We even ate a couple lunches together because I'd usually hide my lunch. <laughs> and, um, you know, I haven't seen her in some 17 years or something like that, but I still think of her as, uh, in a way, my first teacher in this practice. She wasn't the hardest person in my life. I didn't start with, you know, that awful guy from seventh grade that I still think about. You know, I, <laughs> I started with this uh, perfectly okay human being, you know, that happened to be in my life. And when I think about her, I don't know where she is or what she's doing. Her kids are grown, I'm sure. Um, I feel this way, you know, I still smile uh, thinking about her. And I think it's because, you know, the practice that I did with her on her, she never knew about it. I wasn't like, you know, oh, I wish you well every night before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell them. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, it changed everything about me in relation to this person. And then I saw that it could change everything about me in relation to a lot of other things. And practicing Mata and watching it work um, gave me the confidence that I was trainable. No, I didn't really think I was trainable. I sort of, like, I wasn't like, you know, a hell's angel or anything, but I kind of thought I was <laughs> like, already, in my twenties already done. Like, <laughs> it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> I'm sure, sure, surely I can improve. <clears throat> uh, but I wasn't very happy. And so doing this, uh, on the regular and then watching the results gave me the confidence that I was trainable. Now, for me, that's everything in this practice. It's just being trainable. And even, I could train myself even, that's, that's control. I could train myself to be kind. I can train myself to be compassionate. I can train myself to be, uh, to have equanimity and, uh, Mudita, joy for the good fortune of others. <clears throat> so seeing that I had, you know, the confidence that I was trainable, uh, then I began training in earnest, you know, working on a metta, working on compassion, working on uh, my meditation practice and working on my uh, sila, working on my uh, integrity, working on my ability to to be generous. I started working on all this stuff because I had the confidence that I could learn it, learn it. It doesn't have to be already in there or naturally occurring like a spring. <laughs> I could learn it. And so then, you know, as I saw the results of the bhavana of cultivating all these other things. And I felt, you know, confident uh, that I was training, that I could be in training in this practice over a lifetime. I was trainable. I was training. I can train. <clears throat> and you know, maybe someday I'll have uh, the confidence that I have been trained. Or a few lifetimes. I didn't believe in that stuff until I figured out better. <laughs> Need a little more time. <laughs> if I'd like to be able to say that, I have been trained. You know? And for me, that means I can appropriately respond in every situation. That is, I have been trained you know, with metta and compassion and equanimity, goodwill, <clears throat> mudita, joy. So, you know, on World Kindness Day, um, just turn the mind toward what is beautiful about one person or one thing or one place or one situation. And then, Watch the results. Maybe try it again tomorrow. <laughs> it's fast acting, but not that fast acting. <laughs>
We have to see the results over time. 